Hello and welcome to Inside Franklin Athletics. On today's podcast, we're going to talk to members of the boys swim team, wrestling team, and girls basketball team. We appreciate you listening and let's go ahead and dive right in. Joining me in the studio right now are three wrestlers, uh, Jalen Ward, Wyatt Strain, and Cash Nelson. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you. So, uh, pretty uh, pretty fun season this year. Uh, everybody uh, had a pretty decent go of it. Uh, brought home a sectional championship, you know, something we haven't done in a couple years now. And uh, just tell me a little bit about the season. How did you guys like it? I mean, it was fun. It's always fun. It was, our team was kind of young this year. We didn't really do as good as we wanted to but we still did pretty good yeah we had a lot of fun uh a lot of expectations for next year too with this young team that we got having one senior not even wrestling varsity is hard um so talk talk a little bit about obviously bringing home a sectional championship trophy um you know what was that feeling like won it by a half a point if i remember correctly uh, half a point, beating Center Grove, all right? That that feeling of bringing home that sectional trophy, you know, that's something that you guys haven't been able to do in the last couple of years. How'd that feel? Felt, like, obviously good, but I don't know. It felt like the team was closer at that point in time. Like, we just all were together, and we all celebrated together, and it was just a good moment. Yeah, definitely. Why? It was definitely exciting. Um, biggest trophy we've won since – what when we won state that year it's it was exciting there was a rush it's even better than beating center grove by half a point i mean what else yeah you can't ask for anything more than yeah, that yeah i know exactly that's the fun part got anything cash uh yeah i felt like we really wrestled together and like we just really deserved it to win what what went into it like obviously you know pins count for more points uh than than just a, even a tech fall or or a decision and so, did you guys just have a lot of pins that day? Is that kind of what set you up over the edge? or That and wrestling for each other, yeah. I would say that. Not getting pinned and not getting tech folds, giving up these extra points, that we, losing by a decision, it really adds together, and that's how we won. The, rest, the wrestle backs are huge, right? That's where you get a lot of those points at when those guys are wrestling back for the, uh, for the other positions, not just for first and second. Um, okay, so... A lot of people know this around Franklin already, but, you know, Franklin Wrestling is a pretty historic and storied program around here. Um, what, what's it like wrestling for Coach Hosman? Oh, man. <laughs> it's fun. It can be rough sometimes, but it's definitely fun. Yeah, it's just like it's a rush. You never know what you're going to get. Every day's different, really. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of expectations to live up to, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we talked about the history of the program a little bit with, you know, obviously a, a team state championship just a few years ago. Uh, numerous, uh, I just say, state runner-up uh, trophies rolling around the hallways here and sectional trophies. And, you know, you, when you walk in the wrestling room, obviously, uh, if you haven't been in our wrestling room for anybody out there listening, when you walk in there, the entire thing is lined with trophies that the teams have won over the last, you know, three decades. Uh, and so it, it can be a little ominous for a young wrestler to walk in there. And so, you know, obviously you guys are all uh, got more seasons to come. And um, But uh, 
tell us walking in there and seeing all that history and obviously knowing, you know, having a uh, Hall of Fame coach is is a pretty rare thing to have and be able to, to utilize here. All right. Well, I guess if you walk in, you do see all the trophies, and Hossman expects you to win. That's all he really wants. He doesn't care about what's going on. He wants to win any situation, any match. That's all he. That's just the. That's what he's determined to do. Right. I, I'm looking for. I, we're going to have Coach Hossman on here at some point this spring, and I'm. That's going to be a. Uh, that's going to be exciting because I don't know what's going to happen in that. So. Um, Obviously, let's, let's take a, a little bit of a step forward here. Um, what, what's your off-season plans this year for each of you? I mean, obviously, you're also football players. Um, but uh, what, what do you got planned coming up over the next few months and then going into next year? Go ahead, Jalen. You're first. Uh, well, I really plan on just hitting the weight room as many times as I can, get as big as I can. I'm going to wrestle off-season a lot, get a lot of freestyle and Greco matches and just keep working and getting better so next year I can come in and go farther than I did this year. Yeah. Um, same with Jalen. I'm going to work out as hard as I can, doing track this spring, sprinting, throwing. Uh, definitely wrestling a lot of this off season. Freestyle Greco, get some folk style, try to go different places, find new competition, wrestle as much as I can. All of you, all of you made it to the regionals, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And then Jalen was a semi-state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cash, what was your off-season plans, buddy? Um, mainly just to recover from my knee surgery mm-hmm. and then start wrestling as soon as possible, like getting back probably in some summer wrestling. Yeah. Um, how hard is it, all all three for all three of you guys being football players? And then going pretty much straight into wrestling. Whenever football season ends, you know, you guys and Coach Hossman does it, you know, straight into a wrestling season. What does that entail? I mean, how hard is it on you guys? Or, you know, are you appreciative of that, that you don't have that much free time in between and then you can just kind of dive right into it? Uh, it is really rough on us a little bit. The beginning of the season's a little rough. We're always heavy and heavy in weight. Not our best. We always peak towards the end of the season, towards postseason sectional tournament time, right? And well, that's what you want to do. Yeah. So it's always rough from being big in football and then getting getting smaller, losing weight into wrestling season. Right. What about you, Jalen? Uh, I mean, it's always hard coming straight out of football season because you got to drop weight, like Wyatt said. But it's really, as long as you got the team there, it's not really that bad. Pretty good. Kind of rely on each other a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, each of you, do me a favor, um, and you can elaborate on this as much as you like, but uh, give me a, your favorite memory from this wrestling season, you know, whether it's uh, in one of your hotel rooms and, um, you know, when you're out traveling or whatever it might be. Just give me a good memory. My favorite memory is – Probably winning the sectional that as a team, that was probably my favorite. It was just so, like, I don't know, we were just together as a team at that moment. It was just a good time. Uh, my favorite moment was definitely probably Calumet. That's when we really turned around is when we were wrestling big teams like Crown Point and Mishawaka, and we were winning and we were doing great. And that's, that's really when it turned. we all turned around and realized – 
hey, we can do this. We can win matches, big matches. So that was probably my favorite point when everyone like realized and it went through their head like, hey, let's do it. Let's get after it. Right. Um, my favorite point was probably the uh, the Southport match when Coach Osman sent me out to wrestle a big 220 and I was like 190 and I, I pinned him. I was pretty good. Yeah. No, that's awesome. You know, I, I, you guys know I coached you for a little bit in wrestling and you know, when I coach wrestling, my favorite times, honestly, were the trips. Like you talked about Calumet or, uh, you know, when we go down to modern day during winter break. And um, But that, that team bonding time that you guys get in the hotels and uh, that kind of stuff that's away from the mat and away from the wrestling room, I think is vital to a successful team. Uh, and so you guys, you know, I know you guys enjoy those too. Get away for a little bit and get to have some fun with your buddies all the time. So – Jalen, we're going to talk to you for just a second here. Um, you know, obviously kind of a breakout season for you, uh, you know, making it to semi-state. Uh, tell me about that experience, man. I mean, it was – obviously it was different than other tournaments. It was just better competition. The crowd was alive. It was just – it was just a new experience. It's, I don't really know how to explain it. It was just fun. It was real fun, and it was just a rush. Yeah. Um, I believe that's like the Ford Center down there. It's a pretty big stadium. Uh, kind of cool wrestling in front of that many people, right? Yeah, it's well, it's kind of nerve. I'm kind of nervous wrestling in front of that many people, but it was still fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right because when you get the Banker's Life next year, there's gonna be a few more people than that, and so yeah. then you'll be you'll be used to it by then, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. So. Give me some predictions about next year. Obviously, you got a pretty decent uh, core coming back that wrestled a lot this year with only one senior on the team. There was uh, definitely a bunch of underclassmen in the lineup. So, uh, what, what do you think? Definitely coming back to defend that sectional title. I, I expect us to win that again, honestly. We're going to be young, mean. We're more experienced next year. Maybe even regional if, we're getting, if we get there and get enough guys to win – and wrestles as good as we know we can, I bet we can do that. Yeah, this this is the toughest, toughest regional in the state, I think, you guys wrestle in, you know, with Brownsburg and Avon and, uh, you know, Plainfield in there. And so definitely, you know, obviously a sectional is the, is the goal to start out. But then, man, that regional would be sweet because that is a big deal. Um, well, I, hey, I appreciate you guys coming on today. Um taking some time out of your day and, and talking to us about wrestling. And You guys got any parting words for anybody interested in wrestling next year or in the future? Any young wrestlers out there listening? Uh, if you're new and you're thinking about it, definitely come out. Start as quick as you can. Uh, go to club practices. Definitely, those are help. Little kids need to go in there, get after it a little bit, and start growing and getting used to it. Getting older into high school, it pays off. Definitely. Yeah, definitely just wrestling. Like, mat time is the best to get better. Yeah, a lot of the off-season tournaments, wrestling and freestyle and Greco as well, um, doing that kind of stuff. All right, well, hey, I appreciate it, guys. Take care, and uh, we'll have you back on here soon. We'll talk to you again about the uh, upcoming wrestling season next fall, I'm sure. <laughs> See you, guys. See ya. See ya. See ya.
Honey, isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woohoo. The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people, and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Indiana. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob. Yeah. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Please welcome our special guest host, Noah Crow. He's going to interview Bailey Torrance and Haley Robbins. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about the girls' basketball season. Take it away, Noah. All right, Noah Crow here. I'm joined today by Bailey Torrance and Haley Robbins, two of our girls' basketball players. So I just wanted to ask you, Bailey, first off, being a senior and all, how do you think your senior season ended up going? Um, I would say it went pretty well. Like Seeing all of us come together and get all these great accomplishments done is really something cool to see. Mm-hmm. And how do you think winning the, uh, the Walt Reigns tournament uh, played into that? Oh, it went really well. I mean, we haven't done that in a while, so just being able to get that win on the home court is pretty cool too and now that was a that was a mid-season tournament right I mean yes did that did that play into your confidence uh, after that for sure like getting getting a piece of like hardware like a trophy is definitely like another big accomplishment for us definitely Haley what did you think of that tournament did, did you play well during that um yeah I thought I played well and all the other people played well um we really meshed together and gave it all we had because we knew we wanted to get a championship this season do you think that helped uh, confidence-wise and, like, all the way up till sectionals? Um, For sure. Like, getting the trophy and everything was just, like, so much fun. And knowing that we can give everything we have mm-hmm. and be up there with everyone definitely gave us confidence boost. Definitely. And now I know the season didn't end the exact way you wanted, but, I mean, you guys had a good year. I mean, definitely. Now, towards, towards sectional game, just, you know, what happened there, I mean, it was a close game, right? Yes. Um... If you look back in the season, like when we first played Center Grove, it was a rough game, and like just seeing all our like how we built up and got all the confidence and stuff to p- come back and play them in the sectional finals was definitely cool. It was a very close game. We all came together and knew what we had to get done. So yeah. Now, how do you think the uh, how do you think the team's looking next year? I know you got some talent coming up. Um, I think we're looking pretty good. Um, I mean, losing Bailey is going to be a big part of it because we don't really have a big besides Abby, um, but I think that we we still have it and we can make up for our losses and give just if we all get together and have good camaraderie and just give everything we have and 100% effort every game, then I think we'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. No, Bailey, they always say that uh, that senior season flies by and it's just it's gone before the blink of an eye. Did, did you feel that or did you feel that it oh, was kind of long? For sure. It did went, go by really fast. I remember counting down the days till my senior night and then the end of my high school career. It was definitely bittersweet. And just looking back on all the memories, I'm like thankful for to have all these girls around me that helped me through it. Yeah, it is funny. It's it's like the uh, days go slow, and when you're in practice, you think it's going to be forever. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, wow, that flew by. 
Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, now, who would you guys say that is your favorite team to play against? Like, like who do you have the best relationship with other players? Um, I would have to say probably either Whiteland or Greensburg because they're both our rivals, and every game it's just back and forth, and it's full tempo, and it's just always so close, and it's just so awesome because we just know all the other girls on there, on the other teams, and it's we like it's just one of the best games. Yeah, you gotta love that. Is there any players in specific on different teams that you like played AU with, or just uh, know personally that you like to play against? Definitely Whiteland with Natalie Stuck and Taylor, Megan Harlow, and all them. Yeah, they're definitely one of the top comp- competitors we have. Now, who do you think? Um, who do you think was probably the toughest player you played all year? Anybody you could? Anybody going D one or um, like that per se? Probably Cinder Grove, um, Ella Thompson, and Emma Emma Utterback. Mm-hmm. And Emma's going to Vermont. Yes. yes. And uh, is Ella going anywhere? She is bad. I don't remember where. Now, are the Rake Twins? I know they run the AU circuit pretty well. Are they still? Are they looking into college? Um, that I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just go to church with them. I just wonder. <laughs> um, which of your guys' coaches would you say that you like the best? I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. Um, probably definitely Coach Carroll, because I just feel like he. You can just tell he believes in every single one of us and. Every practice he pushes us and he knows our like he knows our limit and how good we can be and when we're not <coughs> giving it all we have and being as good as we are, then he He'll definitely call us out on it and then that's when we start kicking it in the gear and like working harder. Yeah, so he just holds you real accountable. Mm-hmm. Um that's nice. Well, which uh, do you think is like the most memorable part of the season for you guys? I think for sure making it to the uh, sectional championship because that hasn't been done in eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the same. Like just seeing us get that far and having that confidence definitely was something cool to see. Now, run me through that. You said first first sectional appearance in eleven years. Now, what what was your mindset going into that game? What was it like? Well, our first hoop we had to jump through was Franklin Central. We lost to them in the season by, like, five. So beating them in the first round was definitely cool. And then from there, we just took it step by step and hoped for the best. What do you think? Um, I think that our mindset was we wanted to come back and beat Center Grove because we lost to them. And we just wanted to be up there with them. And in the beginning of the game, we were it was like back and forth. We were up, they were up. And then we got pretty far, and then after halftime, they kind of got a lead, but then we came back. And so it was like our confidence kind of got boosted, so we knew that we could play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you said uh, Franklin Central was a big uh, hoop to jump through. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that game to me, like what happened? Um, in the season, like during the season when we played them, we kind of didn't have like the confidence as much. And we ended up losing and then coming back like we knew we knew the players individually and we knew Rachel Luby was someone that we had to stop and we shut her down pretty well and then it just all came together for us oh uh, no when you have a, a player like Luby or uh Utterback or Thompson or whoever what's what's your guys game plan going into one of those where you know that 
like with the boys basketball team, we know that if we shut down Trace, then, you know, the game's going to go mm-hmm. our way. What, what's your mindset on that? Um, definitely just setting them, like, definitely just, like, pushing them down and, like, taking away the, their game shots and stuff and, like, eliminate, like, making her the main threat, I would say. Does a, from a coach's perspective, do you double team on that or do you um, send a second defender over as, like, a, uh, like a nudge player? Um, for Rachel Luby, her sweet spot was definitely the high post, so we would we would dig down and double team her. And kind of leave like, did you leave one on the block in case she did drive? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we played like, kind of like a zone. Yeah. So that way we could help over like in the middle, but still like make it to where they couldn't shoot three pointers, and then keep it out of the post. Mm-hmm. Now Bailey, obviously you've played for all four years, right? Yes. How is how is your game developed under the coaching staff and just through the the games? Um, freshman year, I could not shoot at all. <laughs> so, working in the summer and in the fall workouts on my shot and bringing my game out from the block was definitely something that helped me. Um, my shooting, being getting strong in the weight room, also helped. Shout out my card. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Haley? How has your game kind of progressed through the years? Um, well, I'm kind of the opposite. I was a good shooter, so my game was, like, finishing through contact <coughs> and finding, like, other shots and working on my ball handling. And then one thing that, like, wasn't basketball-wise, I had to work on becoming a leader because I was team captain this year. So, like, helping the team and being there for everyone and just, like, leading us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think definitely getting thrown into a leadership position as a junior is really beneficial come senior season. Even even if you're um, just, like, a position group leader, I think that can definitely help out. Yeah. Um, is there any, like, how do you think the community responded to your season this year? Did you feel like there was good fan support or um, good support from the students? For sure. Like, seeing all, like, the little kids in middle school and elementary school coming to watch us was definitely something special. Just seeing their excitement and the smiles on their face when we would make a basket and them cheering and stuff was definitely cool. What about you, Haley? Um, I would say the same thing. Just seeing all these little kids that are once going to be in our spot, just coming and cheering us on and just loving the game and watching us play and looking at us, um, like, looking up to us. And knowing that that's where they're going to be one day. Yeah, for me, the the kids have always been one cool part of the sport is you get to really interact with the community and mm-hmm. you, you find out who is really on your side and who's who's standing up there yelling at the rest, which I'm sure Shannon does a lot of. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining me today, and uh, go Grizzly Cubs. Thank you. Thank you. Question: When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Indiana, who do you meet? When you're working for a mover and shaker with strong ties to our community, who are they? When you encounter a group of people eager to roll up their sleeves, who are you most likely to work with? Answer, men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Taking the initiative, being a good teammate, sacrificing personal glory for the greater good, These are qualities we expect of our leaders, and they're all being cultivated in the high schools right here in Indiana. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
And welcome back. Joining us in the studio now is Jacob Destramp. Uh, we also have our guest host, Noah Crow. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. So, Jacob, uh, you know, obviously outstanding swim season. Um, you know, brought home a couple state championships, individual mm-hmm. state championships, brought home a team runner-up trophy for the boys' side. Um, congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. It probably actually couldn't have gotten better. Yeah. Um, so this makes, let's see, one last year, one state championship last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then two this year, correct? Yeah. What events were those in? Uh, last year it was the 200 freestyle, which is more of like a middle distance. Then this year I, I swam the 50 and the 100 freestyle, which are sprints. Okay. All right. So talk, talk to us a little bit about like just the, the feeling. You know, obviously not everybody wins a state championship in their mm-hmm. lifetime. You know, what, what's the feeling like uh, – knowing after you know you, you get done racing you look up on the board and your name's number one uh it's, it's definitely a feeling that i'll forever remember i mean coming from our team first i mean we've been through this multiple times in the past and i think it's something that it definitely makes me feel good but as much as people say oh it's super exciting you're gonna feel amazing i mean it's still you right and there's plenty of other people that have won so it feels good but it's just not not what most people would expect it to feel. Right. Okay. No, we've had a lot of success here recently with state champions in swimming, and obviously um, DeWitt's a big reason for that. Is is there a special aura that DeWitt brings this team of, like, we're going to work harder than everybody else or we're going to work smarter than everybody else? Uh, it's definitely work harder. Uh, maybe not smarter, but definitely harder. Uh, I mean, our motto is hard work pays. Uh-huh. So um, ever since it's been Finley, he was our coach before DeWitt, Ever since he's been here, I mean, it's just been all about hard work and making our making our practices harder. That way, we can outwork our opponents. Now it seems like everybody likes to wit a lot. I mean, would you would you agree on that? Oh yeah, everyone likes to wit. I mean, he's a really he's a really nice person. Has a great personality. It's just that he really believes in hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coach Dewitt was on episode one. Uh, you can always go back and check that out. And uh, he really gave us a great insight into kind of your team culture and, and really just the, the daily practice grind, you know, being, a, you know, you guys practicing in the morning, going to school all day, getting a practice in the evening or going to a meet in the evening. And uh, it's as a coach, I, I admire that because he's asked a lot from you guys and girls and mm-hmm. um, and you guys have stepped up to the challenge. Yeah, the grind is a lot. I mean, I recently actually counted up how many hours a week it is. It's around 20 hours a week in the pool. And um, having DeWitt there, too, I mean, he's 29 years old and he's spending 12 hours a day at school. So, I mean, it's definitely not something that maybe most 29-year-olds wouldn't want to do. But, I mean, the rewards that DeWitt gets out of it, like being on the state team, I mean, I know he loves and enjoys watching other people get be successful. So, it's something that he definitely, like, cherishes in his life and he finds it very rewarding. Having won um, in place last year in the state championship, would would you consider that experience as some sort uh, as like a motivating factor for when you know you get here and it's it's five thirty in the morning and it's ten degrees outside and you're getting in that cold pool? I mean, do you, do you picture that scoreboard in that that moment? Yeah, I mean, um, of course, with four morning practices a week at that start at five forty five, I mean it it can definitely get rough when you're at the third straight month of doing it. But uh, during those morning practices, you just got to remember, like, what's the end goal? And the end goal is obviously to win state. So it's definitely a really big motivating factor for me. 
How how much does the the team environment play? Like you know, obviously you get a lot of individual accomplishments and, and things like that in a lot of sports, like you know, swimming and wrestling and track and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the, but the team atmosphere, swimming especially when I've seen the meets and 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 work the meets, um, seems to be on that next level. Uh, you know, you got all the the kids that aren't even in the pool hooting and hollering on the side at the sectionals. Mm-hmm. It's always funny to see you guys. You know, the guys will dress up for the girls sectional, and then the girls will dress up for the guys sectional wearing some goofy costumes. And so, mm-hmm. how has that team inspired you, and and your teammates kind of kept you going through those tough times? I mean, all these experiences that I've been through for the past four years are definitely like. I'll remember them all and probably forever because they've just been so fun. I mean, most people, when they look at swimming, it seems a lot very individualistic because it's only one person in the water instead of, for football, maybe like 10 guys on the field. But everyone on on the team is cheering for each other the whole time. I mean, and also the coaches there, we have a huge audience always, and the team atmosphere is great. Yeah, the pool gets rocking, especially those big meets, uh, even mm-hmm. the dual meets. But the, the big tournament meets uh, are always impressive. There's barely any room to walk in there, and the stands are completely full. So it's, it's really a cool environment. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know Griffin is a huge uh, Luke Combs fan, and he's uh, put up some videos uh, singing and dancing before the meets. Has he, uh, has he made you guys Combs fans too? Uh, no, he's not made us Combs fans yet. <laughs> just, just he give tries. It time. Give he it tries. time. <laughs> So that, that team culture, you know, you've, you've been part of it now for four years, you know, mm-hmm. getting ready to graduate. Um, how much have you seen it change and evolve over the last four years? And even you were, you know, still part of the program even through middle school and well um, mm-hmm. to kind of see how it's come together. Um, is that kind of a cool deal? It is very cool. I mean, I've seen a lot of change in uh, the high school swim team. Um, when I first got here, it was <clears> – <throat> It was more. It was a lot more individualistic. Like swimming can be individualistic, but you can also make it a team orientated. Orientated. So uh, when I first came here, it was very like secluded. Like it was my brother and like two of his friends were like at the top, and like those three would stay together. Like they wouldn't like go talk to the other freshmen. They wouldn't want to spend time with them. So uh, over my years, um, we've slowly grown. We have slowly grown more, um, including. And with our freshmen, and I feel like it's not like a team sport because it's not like, oh, that's just a freshman. Like, we know him very well. Like, he, he matters to our team now. He cheers us on every day. So over the four years, I said I say we became very inclusive. No, there's different. I mean, there, there's a difference between obviously track and swimming, but I mean, it, those two sports, and then um, some aspects of baseball with batting, they are are so individualistic. Do you feel that like? If you, as if competing against yourself or competing against your friends helps you out more? Because, I mean, you have to do a little bit of both to stay in tune mm-hmm. and to stay engaged. I mean, compete, competing with friends is definitely a lot better than competing with yourself because uh, kind of like what I said before with the four morning practices, uh, if I showed up to four morning practices a week by myself and had to train by myself, it would it would be very rough. I would like – my friends motivate me like Griffin Edwards, uh, Shane O'Sullivan – so without them, I'd, I'd have no motivation to like, actually do work or work hard, and therefore I wouldn't be as su- successful as I am today. That's well put, man. Uh, you know, I like to hear that. The team aspect 
is important in all the sports and you know the mm-hmm. coming together that that that's what that's the stuff you're going to remember you know obviously you'll be you'll remember your state championships but not everybody's yeah. winning those and so the people that are on the teams the team aspects what they remember of all the mm-hmm. sports i played growing up you know the wins and losses and different things didn't really matter it was all about who it was and the friends you made um so that's really well put so let's jump forward a little bit you know obviously last semester getting ready to graduate what uh what are you going to do afterwards so uh, after high school, um, during May of last year, I committed to IU. Um, I was very excited with that decision as I actually swam with them for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I've seemed to be acclimated well to their training. Their training is also very much hard work, outwork your opponents. So it's definitely something I'm excited for. Um, they have a great team atmosphere at IU. Um, and for there, I'm hopefully going to be swimming for four years. So they'll right. kick me off. <laughs> And um, yeah, so there I'll be studying chemistry or something sciencey, as I say. Right. And then going into medical school afterwards. All right, really cool, man. So what? What? I mean, obviously you said you swam with them a little bit already. You know, what else attracted you to the program at IU? Uh, one thing that definitely attracted me was friends. Mm-hmm. So um, since IU is of course in Indiana, I know with I know like lots of the high tier swimmers from Indiana and most of those swimmers actually went to IU. Right. So like Matt Jurton, Spencer Lehman, like they're the class above me and I already know them right. and they're swimming at IU. So once I get there, I know already know most of the team and I think it'll be really fun to be with them. You'll be able to just jump right in and mm-hmm. get going. That's, that's exciting. So are you going to be like right after graduation? Do you pretty much, are you going in June essentially or? Yeah. Um, our graduation day is June 1st and I actually start training at IU June 4th. All right. So yeah. not, not much of a summer. Yeah. Like two days. <laughs> right. Now, a little off topic here, but um, obviously you you guys were runner-up in the, the state championship to a, a powerhouse Carmel team that obviously their enrollment is more than double ours. Do you mm-hmm. think that swimming should have classes? And if so, do you think that Carmel should be a class above us or should it be ranked on enrollment or um, skill and a resume built? Um, I have thought about like class class wise, like having four A and five A, but honestly, like when you look at it, there's teams that are just as big as Carmel, but like not not as good. Mm-hmm. Like um, Fishers is a really big team, Ben Davis is a really big team, but they're not as good as us. I think it's just the fact that Carmel Carmel the swim team is very successful. Their coaches are very successful. They're actually making six digit incomes as being a coach. Wow. So. Uh, they're they're a very good team and they know what they're doing and I think that's the main reason they're successful not just because they're a very big team six digit incomes I need to get on board of that program um, I I think that you know you touched on it there but there's also smaller teams that are competing in the top ten teams in the state as well you know yeah. uh, and so with swimming you know it the classes would be probably challenging to really implement, um, mm-hmm. you know, for, especially for any sport, like with, uh, you know, wrestling is the same way, tracks the same way, you know, but not really classes built into that uh, mm-hmm. like there would be for basketball or football. Um, so something interesting to look at, though. I feel like it'd be tougher to implement for those, those smaller schools because not, not every small school has a pool, especially once you get into those 1A in terms of basketball mm-hmm. or football, like a lot of those schools don't. And it, you're right, it may be kind of tough to go off class size because mm-hmm. Franklin has such a tough resume and I mean we're not a big school by any means mm-hmm. well and, and I will say I think you know a Carmel they have 
they they just built their culture and built that team earlier than us. You know, yeah. we I think Franklin has gotten there and they're going to remain there. Uh, you know, that's obviously the goal. And now you're just you're, you're just reaching and pulling closer and closer each year to try to get to that caramel level um, mm-hmm. and then eventually beat them. And so, you know, when you think about 33 or 30 plus, uh, you know, state championships in a row for that school. But for the girls team, right? Yeah, yeah for the girls, girls team. team, right? You know, and so that is just longevity and perseverance. And I think the, the Franklin swim team's on its way to doing that. You know, it's, yeah. it's been a couple good years and now you just got to keep racking those good years together. And next great thing you years, know, yeah, yeah, you become great, you know, like when you look at the years of Carl, I mean, 33 straight is a very long time. No, that's yes. like the uh, most for any sport, right? Like, yeah, in the nation. Like if you think about it, that's more than eight straight, like from freshman to senior wins right, for yeah. eight times. Yeah. And, um, so they've been established, obviously, for a very long time. The Carmel Swim Team has been there for a very, very long time. They're now like nationally ranked as the best team, best swim, t- best club team. Is the Carmel Club Team right? And um, for Franklin, we have our first club team. Uh, it was actually established when I got when I started swimming here in two thousand seven. That's first. Yeah, it's first, mm-hmm. and um, so it's only been ten years, a little more. And now that we're our club team is starting to grow. Like when I was there at first, it was like 12 kids, maybe 12 kids max at a practice. And that's for all age groups before high school from 14 to seven. And nowadays we're looking at more of 150 kids in our oh, wow. club team. Wow. And now we're, we're now ranked a bronze club team nationally, which is really well. So I'm excited to see how it goes for the future of first and Franklin. Now I understand that you're you're uh, the first team pulls in a lot of kids from other schools. Like you had some uh, kids coming from Whiteland and Martinsville. And you came from yeah. Martinsville yourself, right? I came from Greenwood. Greenwood. Now does does Carmel have the kind of the same thing where they pull in a bunch of other kids? Uh, yeah, they do. Def- they definitely have lots of kids uh, coming in from all around the state and even other countries. Oh wow! Because once they look at like first, if you're in our country and you're a great swimmer, if you look at the best swim, swimming country, it's obviously America because we've won the Olympics for so many years. Yeah. And then when they look at the best club teams, it's Carmel. Carmel is the best team. So they have de- de- lots of people coming in from other countries. So do you think nationally ranked? I mean, not not every country fits in, in the same portfolio of like uh, primary and secondary schools and high schools being so big. But like, do you think that they are the most premier non-professional um, team out there? Carmel? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, they have, like, I think six people on the na- on the junior national team. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is definitely a huge accomplishment for them. And their coach is actually the junior national team coach. So so you mentioned the Olympics a little bit. Uh, any Olympic dreams there for you? Um, definitely hoping in 2020. I mean, I'll be there, but we'll see how it goes. Good. Well, Noah, you got anything else, man? No, not not for me. That's a uh, just just proud of you guys, and I mean, you guys have really come a long way. I mean, that's it's impressive what you guys are doing right now. Good work. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that too. It, it's an inspiration. I told Coach Dewitt this as well. It's an inspiration to the other programs in the school, um, you know, and and seeing you guys get the re, you know rewards for all your hard work is is an amazing thing to see. So, mm-hmm. uh, congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, again, uh, three time state champion Jacob Destramp in the studio, and we appreciate you coming in. Thank Absolutely. you. The debate about sports specialization by high school athletes continues. 
Some argue that high school athletes who play one sport all year long have a better chance of landing a lucrative pro contract. But that's simply not true. In fact, 30 of the 32 first-round picks in last year's NFL draft played more than one sport in high school. Of the 32 players drafted, 22 also participated in high school track and field. 19 also played basketball. Some also played baseball and lacrosse. What's the path to success for high school athletes here in Indiana, no matter what their goals might be? Study hard, always do your best, and if you can, play more than one sport in high school. This message presented by the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Well, that's a wrap on winter sports. I'd like to thank our guests today, Jalen Ward, Wyatt Strain, Cash Nelson from the wrestling team, Jacob Destrant from the swim team, and Bailey Torrance and Haley Robbins from the girls' basketball team. We'd also like to thank our special guest host, Noah Crow, who's for stepping in and and uh, excited to have him in the studio. We're going to hear a lot more from him as the uh, episodes go on. Uh, next time, we will talk to Assistant Athletic Director Mike McClure about his upcoming retirement and uh, his long tenure here at FCHS. We'll also have Athletic Director Bill Doty on the show, talk a little bit about the exciting events coming up this spring uh, and the future of Franklin Athletics. So be sure to, to check in then. Uh, you can find us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, just search Inside Franklin Athletics. And you can always follow us on Twitter, uh, at Go Grizzly Cubs. Again, on Twitter, at Go Grizzly Cubs. We appreciate you listening today, and uh, we'll see you next time.